Tessa Flimflam, she's Wonko, this is Bard's Eye View, and today we're talking about episode 7 of series 3 of Xena Warrior Princess, and it is The Debt, part 2. Because last week we had our first massive cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, revealing that it was going to be a two-parter, and I think today, did we, on this episode, did we have our first previously on Xena? Is that um, the first time we've had a recap? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to remember if we did over some of the Callisto. No, I think stuff. we probably had previously on Xena um, at, at the start of the quest as well. Okay. okay. Probably. Because those, although Destiny and the quest were not called parts one and two, that was obviously a two-parter yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But this is, this is, this is maybe the first, first thing we've had that, where it's called part one and part two. I don't know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. So yeah, um, we're going to rename ourselves at some point, aren't we? We're just we were discussing this in the off. We, yeah, in the off once, season. Once we fin- <laughs> once we finished the the six episodes and and poss- the six se- seasons and and possibly some of the virtual seasons, um, we, we we're going to um, have a double act that that more accurately reflects our our particular strengths. Yeah. So you're going to rename ourselves no longer Flim Flam and Wonko. We're going to be. The double act of feckless and idle. That's the plan. Guess which is which. It's actually entirely interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like it because it's got a, a real um, Edwardian musical vibe. Yes, it does. I kind of kind. I might do the whole Vesta Tilly thing. Dra- drag up a bit. Have the silver cane. Yeah, it's a I bit like, like the Mitchell and Webb. Double act, isn't it? They they become there's fish and chips, fish, oh, yeah. and, chi- fish and chip, <laughs> and then um, chip breaks up with fish because he's going to go and oh, join. God, yes, I'd he's going to go that. and join Pen from Pen and Cushion, <laughs> and they become Chip and Pen. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fish and Cushion actually gets actually becomes the becomes the famous double act after that, yeah. unsurprisingly. Listeners, what, what's your favourite comedy comedy name double act? <laughs> right in. Right in. What's, what's your favourite? It's obviously Flim Flam and Wonko. We're still them for a obviously. while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while, while we're still them, let, let's talk about the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So um, we open with Gabrielle being uh, pathetically naive about Mingtian because she's like, you said you would let Xena go. Uh, like, no, of course he's not going to let Xena go. What a ridiculous... Why did you believe she's, that? She's so That's naive. Zena, not Zena. Gabrielle, Gabrielle, love. Like no, I, they're, I think they're not you should know. <laughs> no, I think you should. I think you should have like wised up. You know, if I can be quote Sister Michael, you might want to think <laughs> about wising up. That's just like yeah, Gabrielle. That was thick. Uh, so she's like, but you yeah, said you would let Zena go, and Mingtian's like, no, I'm not going to let Zena go because she tried to yeah, kill Ming, me, Ming, dumbass. Mingtian. Um, does, does his little meatloaf tribute act here and says, Gabrielle, you have saved my life and made me emperor. I would do anything for you, but I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Zena's been captured and she's had a big, big old cream cracker put over her neck so that she can't move. She can't... Ooh, it would chafe, wouldn't it? Great it big would... wooden collar. It's like a, uh, I know, it's like a manhole cover. Um, but, but bigger. I mean, those are round and metal. Well, apart from apart from the square ones, 
It's like but she's basically metal, she's fair. basically just in the stocks, except she's carrying them around yeah. with her. Um, yeah. And um, this is her. She's now going to spend most of the episode in this cream tracker, sitting up to her hips in a, a a dungeon full of water with a bunch of other sad, lonely souls wandering about with cream yeah. crackers on their heads. It's pretty grim, isn't it? It's a <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a pretty pretty brutal punishment. Well, the water's um, like steaming though, so it might maybe it's warm. I don't know. Well, it clearly because they they're going to spend a lot of the episode. <laughs> <filming> <laughs> I guess, although that doesn't seem to yeah. put a film filming people off, you know, like um, you know how Kate no, Winslet, true. Kate Winslet nearly died of a kidney infection through being in so much cold water when she filmed Titanic. Well, to be honest, worse things than kidney infections did happen on the Titanic. I suppose, I guess, <laughs> but it was a film I'm, set. I was, mate. I was um, <laughs> the the scene where they put Zena. Into, into the dungeon so they put the cream cracker on mm-hmm. and then they throw her down a square hole and you, you can't see what's at the bottom it turns out to be this this warm water um but i, I just had this moment of thinking measure twice cut once because i just sort of <laughs> saw them throwing this square thing down and, and it fitting over the over the hole oh, oh. basically it's like that little toy that we all had when we were toddlers where you yeah. had to where you had yeah. to put the right shape into the right hole. <laughs> um and then they said, Zena, I heard you were betrayed by a friend, and she says, Not by a friend. And I'm like, Yeah, by her wife, it's worse. Yes, I thought thought the same. It's like thing. the lesbians visiting it's... each other in the nineties. Is this a friend? It... <laughs> yeah, no? special friend. Special friend. <laughs> yeah, and th- that that kind of feels like a thing that that's in there for us. So the the straights could go, oh no, she doesn't even think Gabrielle's a friend now, and <laughs> everyone else goes, yeah, that's that's yeah. worse than it's been. It was worse actually. Yeah. yeah. So we're back to flashbacks. Um, yeah. Uh, so Mintian flashbacks at Gabrielle. Now we've had this flashback before. Mintian being kidnapped as a child by Zena. Yes. We've had this yeah. flashback from Zena's point of view and now we get it from Ming Tien's point of view and he's saying that he um, is glad that Zena kidnapped him because she taught him everything he knows about ruling. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, yeah, you've learned everything you knew from the this the, the really thick, evil, pointlessly cruel yeah. version of Zena. That's not great, is it? Oh, I had a, <laughs> I had a, rev- I had a little revelation in this flashback about, about Zena at that time. Mm-hmm. And she's basically a cross between Dark Xena that we saw in the Morpheus episode, yeah, and uh, with a little bit of Meg thrown in, because <laughs> she's she's quite evil, but she's bit. kind of stupid and and yeah. does that kind of quirky little grin quite a lot. I I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, like, she's evil but but bit thick. A bit later on, uh, Ming Su uh, describes her as a stupid thug, which I think is actually quite accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for this version of yeah. her. So um basically like Ming Tian um thought like thought she was great and like this is who he's gonna this is who he should model himself on. Not his dad, who was like, uh like happy that he wasn't dead. Uh what a pussy. Yeah, what um, what we've learned what we learned from this episode is that is that um, Stockholm syndrome should really be called Chin syndrome. <laughs> basically, Zena invented Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, she invented a lot of things, huh? But that's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. 
Um, so Gabrielle, uh, upon hearing this story, I think begins to realise that she has fucked up quite royally. Yeah. Um, because she she was very uh, judgy about this all this version of Xena, wasn't she? Last week she was all like, "I can't she believe was. you were going to kill that innocent woman." You know. Yeah, there there are still traces of Mum's um, neck, Gabrielle. <laughs> but we'll, I think by the end we'll we'll see we'll see her um, move across to I don't know Twitter or something at least. Move to Twitter. I don't know if that's well, better. No, it's probably not at the moment. <laughs> she's, she's not. She's not got all the way to Tumblr yet. Yeah, she's not a Tumblrina <laughs> yet. We'll get there. With I think. You. I think. We'll, she, get, I think there, we'll get her off Mum's net anyway. Get her off Mum's net. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um. So, um, down in the dungeon, all the other cream cracker men are giving Xena clothes, which is nice of them. Hopefully they're not like over the head clothes. Hopefully it's button up. I know, I thought that. Hope Hopefully it's a, a button up shirt. Because <laughs> she's probably invented those by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's kind of weirded out. It's like, why why have why have these filthy wet cream cracker men giving me their repulsive clothes? <laughs> clothes. Yeah. And uh, an old guy explains that they're paying tribute because they, you know, because of what she did. Or what she tried to do, that yeah. she tried to kill uh, Ming Chen because he's a douche. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. So this guy, this guy here that she's talk that who's talking to her, he's there. He exists to be um the re- this recipient of a flashback. Yes. Because obviously we can't have a flashback if it's not if she, she's not telling the story to someone, right? Yeah. Um, well, he gives well, she, her a bit of a flashback it's his, first. It's, it's his flashback. Yeah. So um, she discovers that he is from the Lao region. Yeah. Which is, and she does that thing that that people always say to you: like, "Oh, oh, you you live in you live in Scotland. Do you, do you know a friend who lives in London?" <laughs> yeah, but on that, but like, do you know? Like, it's not to quite, be fair. It's like. You're from you're from Britain. Have you heard of the Queen? That is essentially what. Yeah. Like, well, no, she she's says the you queen. must know. No. So she says you're you're from Lao. You you must know Lao Ma. Well, I do know the Queen. We're in part, we're intimate acquaintances. Me and the Queen. Yeah, she was quite a she was quite a fox back in the day. <laughs> yeah, she was Claire Foy back in the sixties. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then she was Olivia Colman. Um, even better. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that he does know Lao Ma because he was evidently a, a courtier or a, some a member of the household, um, and witnessed a bad thing happening to Lao Ma. Yeah. So it's like good news. Yes, I do know Lao Ma. Bad news. Mm, should have said did. Yeah. 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 Should have used the past tense. Should have used the past tense. We don't. We don't see the unpleasant end, which is nice. It's just implied, but um, so she gets. So what's happened to Loma is that she's been taken into a big room full of people and has to lie down on a big table, which is in the shape of a Chinese word. And I asked my wife, did she know? She doesn't, she doesn't read Mandarin very well, but I yeah. asked her if she happened to know what this character was and she said, yeah. And I was hoping it would be something cool like death or something. Uh, yeah. But apparently it just means big. So... <laughs> So she said that well, death would be too complicated a word to put on a table to make into a table <laughs> shape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
Well, it's a conveniently you know. shaped character because it's you get a little echo of crucifixion. Um, yeah, because it, it's basically it's a cross with um, a couple of bits sweeping out at the sides. Yeah. So you get the, Im- the you get the imagery of uh, Laomar in a crucifixion position as we've as we've seen Zena, yeah, and then as you say, we don't we don't see the execution, but we get horrible intimations of what it involves because we see yeah some it's, instruments um, of it's, it's torture, isn't it? There's like it's, corkscrew and a all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it, it's vivisection, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, lovely, delightful. Mm-mm-mm. Well, luckily we don't see that, so that's nice. But we get to we yeah. get to imagine it. But luckily for me, I, I've discovered actually I'm quite unusual uh, in that I don't really visualize things. Uh, apparently, is that right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, yeah. other people when they're reading something, they get a picture in their heads of what is being described, and I don't, I don't get yeah. that, is that pretty um, much at all. Is that- Aphasia, or is that something else? Aphasia, um, no. Aphasia is when you want to say a word and your brain has connected it to a different word. So, like, you pick up oh, a I cup and call it a table. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's, whatever it is, mm. I don't visualise anyway. Like, if I'm reading a story, I'm hearing yeah. the words, I'm not picturing anything. So, yeah. I don't, so although I say that we can so, imagine it, I'm not going to imagine it, because uh, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> So how do you cope then? <laughs> let's let's bring it let's bring it back to the podcast. How how do you cope when Gabrielle tells a story and we see it? Does that mess with your mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I know it's a good story, you know, because I get to see it. If it, if she's just describing it, then that's I'm not how seeing good anything. She is. You know? Even you can see it. Exactly. That's that's how <laughs> great of art she is. Only when she tells her really good stories, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so we then we we this flashback is a is a stepping stone to another flashback because yeah. uh, this guy says um, you know I I thought she'd free herself I thought she'd uh, do her magical mystical yeah woo. I thought she'd do um, her woo. But, I, but I but I guess her powers were I guess all that was just a lie and Zena says no no her powers were real. Ooh, flashback. Yeah, <laughs> timey wimey. <clears throat> yeah, so this is quite a long flashback now, right? Um, so but it's she's a brilliant trying... one. Yes, it is. So she's um, in the beginning of this flashback. She's trying to learn Loma's powers and is being shit mm-hmm. at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Loma so says this awesome line: uh, "Would you use what was it? Would you use a a hatchet to kill a mosquito?" And I'm like, this version of Zena fucking would. This yeah. version of Zena is that thick. <laughs> So, so, so this is a scene. It's a beautifully shot scene. Like much of this episode, really beautifully yeah. shot scene. They're on, they're on like a terrace, a covered terrace or something. Mm-hmm. There's a um, stylized willow tree against a sunset and lots of um, kind of tracery. Be- beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. And there's a vase on a table, and Lamar has obviously said, "Break the vase." And and Zena's got her orthopedic boots on at this stage because mm-hmm. her, her legs are still fucked. Um, so she kind of lifts lifts this heavy boot and just on her on her leg. Obviously, doesn't lift the boot. Yeah, <laughs> just lets her leg lets her broken leg just drop drop onto the vase, smashing it. Like, well, it's one method, isn't it? Mind. Mm. It's one way, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this is when she says that. Would you use a was it a hatchet? She yeah. says it a hatchet. Would you use a hatchet to kill yeah, a sledgehammer or something? something. Yeah. I don't think they had sledgehammers back then. Probably a hatchet then. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got. Luckily, they've got a few bottles because. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to take a while. Well, the <laughs> yeah. first thing the first thing that Loma does is demonstrate that you can um, that uh, you can be quite violent. Can be a with, weapon. But oh well, you can be quite violent with very with very little expenditure of energy. Yeah. So she. Oh hey, seen this... hey! Remember, remember that distinctive hairpin we mentioned last week. Yeah. Well, this oh is the hair. Oh my god! Here it is again. Well, it's still in her hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she takes it out of her hair and points out and like use it like embeds it in a table or something, using yeah. her, uh, you know, her powers, and yeah. um. Zena's like, you could kill someone with this. That's not foreshadowing. Don't think about that yeah. again. And she's like, yeah. and then Loma also doesn't foreshadow when she says, if you put it in the right body part. I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. So and then she shows her that she can destroy the vase using her powers. Because she's a yeah. witch. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, she so she Zena really wants to learn how to do this, and it turns out that you can't do it by um, basically it's like that whole like will empty yourself of desire sort of thing, you know. Uh, you have to yeah yeah because Zena tries to do um, so you know when Matilda first re- recognizes her powers yeah in the film Matilda and she's she's trying to make a glass of water wobble or something and and uh, and she's she's still learning so she kind of looks at it and goes. <laughs> Yeah, Zena kind of does that. <laughs> I think that I think Matilda's powers come from the opposite source, an, another source than yeah. Lama's, though, because Matilda only can only do this when she's angry. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, she's like the Hulk, you know. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Um, <laughs> but Zena um, has to empty herself of anger and hatred, and um, become um, still. That's and that this is what she's shit at. <laughs> yeah, and there's also an important element, yeah, which is about service. So you have to serve, mm. and and uh, Zena says, "I could serve you." <laughs> <laughs> and you'd like it. Um, and the uh, and, and that... very presumptuous. She says, "Of course you could. It's easy to serve someone you love." And Zena sort of like does a little blink, little double take. She's like, "Hold on, pal. We never said anything about love, okay? No oh, one said." Did did, no one said anything about love here, did they're they? Very, no. They're very comfortable together. There's a lot of cosiness. Oh, yeah, they're really gay. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes, it's a very, very gay episode. I meant to do, meant to do a trigger warning at, at, at the beginning, actually. This episode what, for gayness? contains scenes of execution, um, implication of torture, and extreme gayness. <laughs> Think those I don't think those things should be conflated, should they? Yeah, one, Are we one of these things is not like the one other. One of these things is not like the others, yeah, exactly. This yeah. episode contains visual metaphors for lesbian sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a hilarious thing oh that God, Nigella Lawson... Uh, uh, a hilarious thing Nigella Lawson once said on Have I Got News For You. Okay. Uh, she was ta- Someone asked her if she liked Delia Smith. If she like. If if she and Delia Smith were like arch rivals, and she said no, mm. she really likes Delia Smith. Um, and Paul Martin said, "Would you have lesbian sex with her?" And Nigella said, "Well, it'd be very difficult for me to have any other kind of sex with her." <laughs> 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 that amused. That amused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be good. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, so so as you say, Lamar says, easy to serve someone you love. You need to serve someone you hate. Um, you need to serve Ming Tzu. Yeah, because he's coming um, for Zina's dinner not, the next day. <laughs> yeah, Zina's not keen on the idea. <laughs> it's, well, no, but, he wouldn't um, be. They seem to spend a lot of time having dinner with each other and visiting each other for uh, for kingdoms that are technically supposed to be like rivals or at war or whatever but they seem to spend an awful lot of time eating soup <laughs> soup diplomacy and I, 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 this whole time I was like <laughs> I was like mm, they'll probably have to put a hood on Xena or put a mask on her or something but no they don't even bother um, and I was through the whole scene I was like how is he not noticing who this is but then of course that's actually a very nice piece of characterization because yeah. he would never actually look at a servant that the, exactly. the servant is completely invisible to him but not to Ming Tian, yeah. who actually spot clocks her and uh, does that whole, he looks up and then looks down and then, whoo, back again. You know? Yeah, good double take. <laughs> yeah. Good double take. Um, but he says, he says nothing because mm-hmm. he's already like in her thrall. Yeah, he's, um, he's got chin syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've so, got that. So they, I've they got visit... like three extra chins. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what um, angle as, we're looking at as, pre- as we've seen previously, uh, Ming Chen is still a little bitch towards Lao Ma. Like, yeah. rejects all um, affection and, and Yeah, she and tries so to and, hug and, him. And, yeah. He's, I have to say, what, one of the things I like about this pair of episodes, I think the casting is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even, even the very young Ming Chen. Like, he's, he's quite a cute kid, um, but he's, he's very... He's almost got that same stillness, and he's very watchful. Yeah, and his gestures are good. So when she goes to hug him, he just puts his hand up, puts his Talk arm to up, their hands. and turns away. Yeah. Um. So he's very good, and I think every every character is so well cast in this. And, you know, we yeah. sometimes we're a bit unkind about some of the actors and some of the casting. What? You and but I, this is... unkind, mm-hmm. sweet equestra. That sweet could never happen, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, so after the dinner, which in during which Zena restrains herself from slitting Ming Tian's throat like a pig with great difficulty. Yeah, with difficulty, but she does it. She does it. She does. And then uh, Loma is like, she's like, yes, this was okay. You managed to avoid killing him. Zena doesn't think that she they've achieved anything. It's a start. It's Lama's a start. like it's a start. And she takes her takes Zena to visit her husband, who mm. this is see because Lama's so good, you know. She keeps her husband in this state of uh, semi conscious coma <laughs> Yeah. in order to rule in his name. Um so that But, but know, he is a bad man. Yes, and she he is, is a, a good bad woman. Man. He is a bad man. Yes, he is. He's a bad man. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did this to. Oh my god! I did this to one of my classes. Well, some a boy in a boy in one of my classes. Um, he was trying to he was trying to get some praise off me, and I just wasn't able to give it. But I was like, "Oh, you're a good boy. You are a good boy," and he was like. You know what you've given that kid? A complex? You know what you've given that kid? A praise kink. Ah, no! That's disgusting. Ah. No! No! No one has written in to say that praise kink is a real thing. I'm just going to say that. 
it therefore it doesn't exist except on tumblr <laughs> well <laughs> except on tumblr uh, where like uh <laughs> young lesbians in their mid-20s who think they've got a praise kick because they like older women who <laughs> doesn't um anyway moving yes. on so uh yeah, she that's... takes her to see the husband and she shows her the pressure points that she uses to keep him under control um <laughs> and she talks about how she's ruling in his in his name which is the only way that a woman could do could could rule it's a very she's also patriarchal society a, she's also carrying out a perfect um kind of punishment or vengeance upon him because he he mm-hmm. ruled as a tyrant and was feared and and loathed and she's making him by ruling in his name she's making him the most loved ruler is that like, man he would hate that is that he vengeance? would fucking hate that she says it's yeah. her gift to him <laughs> i i think i think she knows what she's doing she it. <laughs> yeah and she's also soft she's also writing down all of her little bits of wisdom in uh, the book that is going to be attributed to him, as we discussed last week, the Tidy Ching. Yes. Um. I yes. told I told my wife this, and she just rolled her eyes. She's like, "Yeah, that's that's the Tidy Ching. She's right in there." And she just rolled her eyes, and she was, "All oh, right, yeah, Loma wrote that, did she?" Um. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, so, yeah, if she hadn't. Zena like, would have done. Yeah, Zena would have done. Um. Mm. So, because uh, I think that she said one of her. One of her iconic lines, didn't she? At this stage, around now. Um, it's like the Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility line that's in every movie. Um, Wait, what's, what's, I forget what the line is. Um, to conquer others is to have power. To conquer yourself is to know the way. Is to know the way. Now, we'll yes. hear about the way again in the future. We will. There's other, will. other versions yeah. of the way. Which we'll get, we'll come back to, but um, yeah. So that's in uh, that. I think she she said that that was her little bit of wisdom at the end of the 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 dinner scene. You know. Yeah, we've we've certainly heard it before. I think perhaps we heard it la- in the last episode. Mm, we I don't think we did. Really... I don't think we did. I'm going to have to check on that, but I don't think we did. Okay. <laughs> you do that. You do that and put put an update at the end. At the I podcast. will. I'll put an update at the end. It'll just say Flam was wrong. <laughs> yeah, but do, but do watch the episode to check first. Nah, I'm just going to put Flammer's wrong at the end. We we learn one other important piece of information in this flashback. Yeah, um, which we we kind of already knew. We we'd seen the signs. We we'd put two and two together. Um, we learn that Ming Chen is in fact Lao Ma's son. Yeah, because we we learned last week that she was a courtesan uh, of of Ming Tzu's. So we, yeah. we're not terribly surprised. But Zena bizarrely is yeah well she's very thick she's not she's not media savvy no she doesn't she know does, the tropes she's not been she's not been reading the media the way we have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also she's thick and has no empathy and can't place herself in anyone else's position yeah. um and she's not had stolen speaking yet of, so she doesn't really know yeah so. speaking of which we we now go back to the present and gabrielle shows Zena exactly how much she loves her by Bitch slapping her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's she's still. She's she, on she's, this. She's not. <laughs> she's on that. She's still on this. It's, Zena, if you promise, if you pinky promise not to kill Ming Chien, then say it. Say it. Whack. Say yeah. it. 
You pinky promise, then you'll get you'll get to leave the country, and we could pretend none of this ever happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretend none of the last five episodes ever happened. <laughs> and Zena's like, just um, well, she doesn't say anything. She says nothing. No, she kind of. Meh. She's like, mm, turns her face away. Yeah. Um, and at this point, Ming Tian sentences her to death. Um. So that's uh, so Gabrielle now really realizes she fucks up. She fucked up. She's pretty bad. Um, yeah. So in the middle of that slapping thing, we got yeah. another flashback, right? We got we did. So we was a short we've one. Seen, it, it's short, but but quite important. And we've mm-hmm. we've seen, um, we've seen Lamar's powers that she can smash a vase. Yeah. With, power of her non-will and 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 now we see her skill as a healer because uh xena comes in lies on a sort of a stone bed which you know it's it's not primary i don't (laughs) about that you're not gonna (laughs) you're not gonna get a nice breakfast the next day no no premier and breakfast are the business the best brilliant aren't they awesome yeah Worth going to stay in a frame in just to have the breakfast the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Um. So she she does some not quite hands on healing kind of. Yeah, it's uh, fucking Reiki. It is Reiki. She does, <laughs> she does Reiki. Yeah. And she mends Zena's munted legs. <laughs> Did you just say munted? Yeah. Is that an offensive word? Oh, better check. <laughs> is it? Well, it's it's. I don't know. It's a, it's a kiwi word. Well, I that's, that's one I. Yeah. Okay. I've In heard fact, of a, I've heard I, of a munter. First, no. First time I ever heard it was when I was working in um, I was working in Auckland, and we had happened to be uh, someone's mum was working there, so we had a mother daughter combo working there, right. and I just remember hearing her saying, "Mum, my legs are munted." <laughs> Oh, I've looked it up, I've looked it up. Munted, adjective, New Zealand, informal. In a state of disastrous disintegration, broken or ruined. So yeah, that's fine. It doesn't say, it doesn't say derogatory. So no. I will let you keep oh, so, that one in. Not, I will thank not, you very much. I will not edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Zena's now got fixed legs, right? So this is cool yep. because like, we, uh, you know, we've obviously been wondering how um, she had restored her legs when she clearly seemed to be disabled and unable yeah. to, to walk properly. Um, so good, for good the, news, she will no episode. longer have to fuck on a horse. Yeah, she can fuck on the, gr- the ground now instead, which is she does <laughs> later. Um, the first thing she does is uh, do a wall run up the wall in the somersault, as you would. And then they yeah. have a bit of a visual metaphor for sex, don't they? Yeah, gayness um, ensues. Yeah, a bit of gayness ensues. So uh, <laughs> Loma um, brings her closer by wrapping a bit of a, a silk curtain around uh, her and then like a banner. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then they're face to face and hugging, hugging, special hugs. Mm. Special hugs. Special it's beautiful. Hugs. It's a really beautiful it is, scene. It's gorgeous. So much of this, and the the next flashback we get of this is just beautiful, beautiful um, cinematography and mm-hmm. scenery and you know everything. Yeah. And two very pretty ladies. Very pretty. This is true. Yeah. 
Um, so after she gets after um Zena is condemned, um, the yeah. next the 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 next part of that flashback like continues, and they're now up in the air. They're oh, we, we've walking there's, on there's air. One, one thing here, so Gabrielle comes to visit her in the dungeon, and there is a reconciliation of sorts. Oh, have I and, missed the? Uh, have I skipped Gabrielle, past the reconciliation? You have skipped. You have skipped past the, re- the reconciliation. So um, Gabrielle uh, comes down to the dungeon, wades through the the warm water, um, and kind of says, "I yeah, I fucked up. I, mm. I, I there may have been a minor misunderstanding." <laughs> yeah, God. she was like, "I'm sorry, I've left Mum's it. I realise yeah. <laughs> that it's a." I realise that it's like 4chan for turfs and I'm I've, gonna... <laughs> I've left, left Mum's net and I've and I've given all my Harry Potter books to, to <laughs> I did that this year. Yeah, me I too. I finally got rid of them all and the and the, the movies as well. Sold them to Music Magpie. Well. Cool. Um yeah. Good. So fun times. But um, <laughs> if I ever if I ever get the urge to read them again, I'll just pirate them. That'll that'll annoy her. <laughs> I won't know. Um. Anyway, no. So, uh, I I actually really like this part, right? So she's like, Gabrielle's like, um, I know you hate me, Zena, but no more than I hate myself. And I'm like, that's fair, that's reasonable. But uh, but that's the bit that melts Zena's heart and <laughs> kind of says, uh, I could never hate you. No, she's I could like, never hate I you. Lo- I love this, right? Because it's like, um, she cut she she gets herself down into the water. She comes closer to yeah. Gabrielle, looks her in the eye and says, scratch my nose, will you? And it's just so, and this makes Gabrielle <laughs> yeah. collapse, you know, or like... Little, Sobs. Yeah, ugly, ugly crying now at the prospect yeah. of scratching her nose. Um, and Zena's like, no, she's come not, on, I mean it, do it. I mean it, I've not been able to scratch my nose for ages, you know. Um, this is, a big, this is like, a big ass cream cracker. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really nice. This is a really nice reconciliation. Yeah. So, Loki... Um, and she says, and, it's, to her and it's 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 also quite. No, oh, I'm I'm too butch to do words. Scratch, scratch my nose, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll take that as a reconciliation. Yeah, yeah. But she says that um, I was angry with you, but I didn't. I never hated you. I could not. Yeah. Oh, I could never hate you. We'll see. We'll see about that. Oh. <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> Call us back in three episodes. Yeah, like, you know how you hoped you'd, you'd never disappoint Zena? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. And Gabrielle says, I understand now. You, you know, you had to do this because um, because Laumar saved your life. And um, our our theme of the, the two-parter, Zena says, she didn't just save my life. She saved my soul. My soul. Um, yeah. So, uh, we get back to the flashback. They're they're now flying around in the air, having more, having lots of metaphorical sex. I think. Yeah. Um. So and the and big, she big full on uh, levitation, mm. floaty, drapey. Their dresses have got much longer yeah. now that they're in the air, so they can drape more picturesquely. Very important. Um, and, uh, the music and the lighting and uh, the costume and the pretty ladies. Yeah, and Zena um, takes the hairpin out of her hair and puts it into Laumar's hair, which I feel is a 
symbolic, isn't it? There's some sort of symbolism. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it's symbolic of. Let's make something up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Lao Ma's got the hairpin back. Yeah. That's important for later, I suppose. Zena's not mm-hmm. got it anymore. Um, so that, But then, Varias walks in the door, sees this girl on girl action, and Zena does a bit of a wily e. coyote on the edge of a cliff yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as soon as she sees him, realises, wait a minute, I'm in the air, and falls to the ground. <laughs> and then immediately starts trying to beat the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lamar is understandably disappointed because she she was having quite a nice time, thank you very much. But, I mean, I feel also, like she should have just warned her that he was coming. I think that it could have... Like, I feel well, like... It was, it was a test. It was a test of well, Gina's newfound it was un- It was an unfair test then. I think she should have just... If she, she could have like given her a bit more warning and like given her a chance to get round, come round to the idea of this threesome that Lamar was suggesting. Do you do you and... never uh, do you never give um, unannounced quizzes, unannounced tests at work? No. Do you ever give your kids? No. What would be the point surprise? Of that? We're going to have a test. No. no. What would what would be the point of that? <laughs> I don't know. It would be, be the, the, there's no educational value to that. <laughs> I like quizzes. Oh well. Quiz, no quiz, tests quiz. are fine. Like yeah, fine. Do a test, but like you need to tell them it's coming and tell them what that's going to be tested. Otherwise, it's okay. not not really very fair, and also, well, life's pointless. not fair, is it? Yeah, I guess life isn't fair, <laughs> but like sort of educationally pointless pop quizzes. But here you go. Okay, fair dues. Um. Uh, yeah. No, I never do that. I never test people unexpectedly, <laughs> <laughs> and I never suggest a threesome without having thorough conversations first. Yeah, because that, that, alas, is what happens here, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> Laomar La- wants a threesome. Yeah. Um, and rudely, Laomar wants a threesome with Boreas and Ming-Tzu. She doesn't even want a threesome with Xena. What the hell? Well, she wants Xena. This is good, this part. This is like... Yeah. It's like the bit in the movie where they say the title of the movie and you're like, <gasps> you know. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is um, an origins moment, isn't it? Because yes. she says, you know, I, I, need, a, I, I need a three-way... Alliance. Well, she has a three-way alliance with Boreas and Ming Tzu. And she says, oh, what about me? She says, you'll be my warrior princess. Yes, she wants... Basically, she's like... she's Her her grand plan was to have a political alliance with um, these two guys and mm-hmm. to uh, marry Xena. Yeah. This is essentially... <laughs> she, was, she and Xena were going to rule the kingdom of Lao. Um... And she yeah. was going to carry on with Zena's education. Zena was going to be her muscle, right? Yeah. Her warrior princess. So this is where she gets the name, guys. This is where she got the name. You were wondering, weren't Woo! you, how this daughter of a tavern owner was a princess? Well, that's why. So what I like about what I like about this whole two-parter, um, I suspect that at some point there was a conversation um, at Renaissance Pictures, uh, and it went something like this. So this um. This Xena show is—it's—it's it's doing really well. The ratings are a ton higher than uh, than Hercules, <laughs> but, but which is weird because it came out of Hercules, but it's doing so much better. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe that origin story. Maybe Hercules making Xena good. It's, it's a bit lame, isn't it? We need a better <laughs> origin story. Okay, let's retcon it. Let's retcon it. Let's have. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, and this whole gay thing seems to be quite popular with the viewers. Let's gay it up. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's gay it up and give her a much better origin story. And like yeah. every season, we get yeah. a better origin story than the last. Yeah. Right? Because like seriously, yeah. season one origin story: Cortes destroyed my village, and I became bad because of him because he yeah. killed my brother. And then we meet Cortes, and he was fucking lame. Yeah. Um. Second season, actually. After Cortes, Julius Caesar betrayed me and crucified me and broke my legs. Much better origin. Yeah. Season three, Loma tried to civilize me. And there was a nice gay thing with Malila. Yes. So we get a bit we get a bit of a worse villain and a bit of a better love interest. um, Gay love interest. The proto Gabriel. Um Uh, season three, Loma tried to civilize me, but I was too far gone then, but I used her teachings later. And I was also quite thick. Yeah, thick. <laughs> Very thick. <laughs> um, so then we've got that in the past, and then uh, hmm. so we've got another origin story, and then season four is going to be ulti. It's yeah. going to be added to the origin story. I can't remember what... I can't I remember season... Season. I can't remember season five and six. Uh, they were I can two. remember season six, because uh, season six it's in the episodes that you haven't watched. Well, I've only there's only two episodes that I haven't watched. The very last two, Friend in Need, Part yeah. One and Two. It's in um, those episodes. Oh, there's another origin story there. Fucking yeah. hell! There's too many origins. So yep. I don't remember what the season five origin story was. Maybe they didn't I have one there. But we'll we'll get to that in due course. The later seasons are not as clear to me. I have seen them, but not as often. Uh, you know, same. These are the bits that I, I these think, are the seasons yeah, that I rewatched. The seasons. This, this is golden. This is still kind of golden age stuff we're in here. For me, it is. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. um, so Lama's plan, which sounded like it would work really well, uh, maybe if she'd like had a few more conversations with Zena rather than just springing it on her, things might have gone better. Yeah. I don't know. I sort of blame Lama for this. I think she was a bit impatient. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but um, Zena fucks it and fucks Barias. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She. She's. She's. Um. She's still. Kicking the shit out of Barias every yeah. time Laomar says no, feel you know, empty your mind of blah blah blah, and she, no, I think I'll, I think I'll just kick him. Yeah. So in the end, Laomar kind of, <laughs> you you can almost see her. It's almost like she's grabbing them both by the ear and saying, right, we're going to do this a different way. We're going we're gonna gonna to knock your heads together. Put you in the, the oversized t-shirt of enforced cooperation. <laughs> 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 oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> but she so she puts she puts them alone in in a kind of dojo because again let's go pan Asian why not why not um she, so she puts them in a room together and says you're not coming out you're not coming out of this room until you've sorted yourselves out and if you kill each other so be it um, yeah she leaves the room Barias and Dina do not kill each other no they immediately but just they fuck. they yeah they they make yeah. up <laughs> yeah they make up and make out. Yeah, so uh, you know, is there an is there an implication here? Zena going back to men is reminiscent of her dark days. Zena's only Zena's at her best when she's with a woman. You know, obviously Zena's bi, clearly, but yeah. she's it, it. I think maybe maybe dark Zena is straight and good Zena's gay. <laughs> By their powers combined, she is a disaster bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good origin story. That's excellent. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, um, Zena pretends to 
be respectful and bow to Mingsu because she's got to. This is Lima's plan. She's got Ms. Min- yeah. Mingsu to accept Zena's presence, but she immediately goes off script by saying that um, maybe they should. He's like, but this woman belongs to me, and Barais yeah. is like, well, actually, I saw her first, and then mm-hmm. Lima's like, well, actually, I saw I fixed her up and made her the yeah. <laughs> specimen so of woman. All, so today. they're all so fighting. They're fighting yeah. over Zena, and guess who wins? It's Zena. Yeah, they're playing dice, right? Zena <laughs> uh, seems to win. Like she's, they're all shaking some dice in a cup, mm. and um, the and Zena's like, "Shall we make this more interesting? Let's have a bet. Let's have a bet as well. Not just me, yeah. but like uh, the winner gets to take a body part from everyone who from yeah. everyone who loses." And Loma's like, "I have no interest in anyone's body parts." Um, I don't think that's true, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, only Zena puts her dice down and then seems to seems to have immediately won. So I assume she's got the highest possible, yeah, score. I don't know. Um, I don't Let's know. I can't. I can't read. That. I can't read Chinese characters, so I don't know what numbers went down there. Um. So anyway, so she says I win, and she wants her. She wants her pound of flesh. Uh, obviously, and, uh, and Baraya <laughs> says, "I give you my heart." smooth smooth well they've obviously planned this in advance they've obviously got this down pat these two this is their plan Mm. they were no longer in Lama's plan we're in Zina and Barai's plan yeah Um, so um, Zina is like Mingsu welshes on the deal of course yeah Yeah. of course he does and then so Zina just stabs him with a sword in front of his yeah, son. Yeah, I'd, I'd, for, I'd forgotten this bit. I, when she said, I'll, I'll take your heart too, for a second I thought, oh, she's going to take the boy because he uh, is emotion, very emotional. No, I think, I think she might cut it out and eat it. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is where she makes her big mistake. I think that, I think, I don't know, I feel like Lama could have forgiven her killing Ling Su if she like calmed down again afterwards. But she then went, she went. She had to go at the the kid as well. Now this is really stupid. This is so stupid of evil, stupid Zena. Um, yeah. Uh, because yeah, she, she says, knows well, that know, this let's is wipe out the wipe out the whole line and have done with. Yeah. The thing. But she knows this is Loma's son, and obviously Loma yeah. is not going to let her do that. So she kicks her ass very, very easily. Um, yeah, she look. She actually looks pretty dead, but which clearly she isn't. But yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, it just it, I think it's another demonstration of Loma's powers and how easily she could have got out of her execution, um, yeah. if she had chosen to. But she didn't. Mm. She she she's dead because she refused to use them. Um, yeah. So we'll find out why in a minute. But I'm like you probably you yeah. can probably guess. <laughs> You've probably guessed yeah. already, audience. Well, I I guess um, I've literally just seen the episode. <laughs> so um. It's now time for Zena's execution. She gets sent out onto the same, onto the same big table. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, you've, you've, was sent onto. What there's one one thing from the from the flashback as she comes out of the flashback. Um, Zena says to Gabrielle, "You know, I, I had kind of been, been dead to lots of yeah. stuff, but thanks to thanks to Lomar, I was reborn. That's the debt." So yeah. that's what she's she's not repaying her for saving her life or for fixing her legs or any, any of that stuff. It's she she saved me. I was reborn. That that's the debt I owe to her. So like Titanic. So like Titanic. She saved me in every way a woman can be saved. 
again you've not seen Titanic you've never seen seen it I I keep forgetting that you've never seen one of the most popular and famous movies of the last 25 years but (laughs) hey ho (laughs) hey ho um I mean, yeah, I, I, I think angry, that was just angry pingu energy. Well, now I do not want to do it. No, I know, I, will not do it. I know, I know what you're like. Um, yeah, I think that was just maybe spelling it out for anyone who's not quite got it. Yeah, that the yeah. debt is love, which we know, yeah. but we know that because she said in the last episode, it's not a story about hate; it's a story about love. Yeah. So we know that we're not stupid. We can read between the lines. <laughs> But anyway, it's execution time, and as Zina is yep. lying down, ready to be executed, she's getting all the flashbacks of Lauma's wisdom. Yeah. Um, and you know all about the emptying herself of will, emptying uh, emptying herself of desire, um, and the I, I got, conquering I got the, I, I yourself I and all down. that shit. The the entire world is driven by will, blind and ruthless. In order to transcend the limitations of that world, stop desiring. Stop hating. To conquer others is to have power. To conquer yourself is to know the way. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for that, the Book of Lao Tzu. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, um, With assistance from. Yeah, yeah. I'd like, so, like to read the acknowledgements at the end. She can do magic now that she's, that she's, um, now that she's like, calmed herself. And has accepted yeah. her fate and all that shit. She can now do magic yeah. and immediately gets up off the table because of her magic. And then fight, 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 magic fight, fight, magic fight, magic fight. Magic fight <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a nice combo of uh, kind of using using the force and some yeah. of her own fight, fight, fight. Because we we still want a bit of fight, fight, fight. Yeah, so she's um, using using the magic and punching. A combination, yeah. a potent combination. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she starts off. She, uh, the executioner is is killed by his own torture implements being magicked into his chest, which is good. a nice touch. Good, good, good. Um, and then she frees herself, and and as she's fighting, she's also doing the magic stuff and bringing the the throne room down. It's big, kind of Samson in the temple energy, yeah. isn't it? She's destroying the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we get shots of the, the big statue of the green dragon wobbling and teetering and so uh-huh. metaphor, metaphor. Um, and eventually the, the statue and Ming Chen himself are crushed by the falling masonry. Yeah. Um, and you know, the dust settles. Um, but then, <gasps> Ming's alive! Yeah. He is. Uh, he watched the monologue at her for a bit. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Zena sends Gabrielle Gabrielle away, she's like, "Oh, he's going to monologue now. This bit will be boring." You yeah, just but go. she also says, "Look, look, babe, I'm I'm totes over this. I I've learnt my lesson, and you can leave, you're safe to leave me with him. I will not kill him, probably. If you just go." <laughs> what accent was that? I don't know. I don't was even that? know. It's a little bit, little bit Ryland, maybe. I don't know, babe. I don't know. I don't know, babe. What do you think? Right in, right in. Right, and what do you think that is? A little bit, uh, little bit Essex, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Anyway, what ifs? What ifs? I ain't even gonna kill him though, so you can not probably uh, just I'm above bother it, not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So he wants to model a car to to her, and so she sends Gabrielle away. I'm available and... for voice work, by the way. Just call my agent. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, in this monologuing, he reveals a couple of things. Yeah. Number one, he is a cunt of the highest order. But I think we've yes. already we've known that already. Number two, yeah. he says, you probably heard that I executed Lauma, but it's not true. And she looks really hopeful for a second, as if she's hoping that she'll still be alive somehow. But um, he says, no, I did it myself. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so, have her executed. What a troll. What a troll. Yeah, because when, yeah. when we saw the execution earlier, executioner earlier, he had a mask on. Um, yeah. So we didn't know. We didn't know that it was him. But I mean, yeah, it was him. Um, and so she tries to gotcha him by saying, well, I've got news yeah. for you. She was your mother. Lama was your mother. Well, we're recording this on American Mother's Day. So. <laughs> he was your mother. Stuck, and then, stuck for ideas. <laughs> stuck for ideas? Have you tried executing your mother on a big table? Literally, <laughs> a big table. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, and then he, this is, this is actually genuinely slightly shocking. He says, I knew that yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh what an asshole. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. He's not going to break Zena down. Made him. Zena made him that way. That's true. This is true. Yeah. Uh, and this is why he had to be the one to execute her because otherwise she would just have used her powers and escaped. But she, he knew he knew that she would never use those powers against him. She would never hurt yes. him. But yeah. And then she also knew this was a failure of hers that she could never, that she couldn't um, hurt him. You know, yeah. she didn't. It's not that she would never have killed anyone. I don't think she said she doesn't like to. Yeah. Right, but that's not quite the same thing as never would. I so I think yeah. she would have killed another tyrant, but um, not her son. But not her son, and this was her weakness, and yeah. this is why she had to send for Zena. This was she knew Zena could do yeah. what she couldn't do, and this yeah. is uh, anyway like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Ming Ch- Ming Chen. Although he had no qualms about killing his mother, he does fulfil her dying wish, mm-hmm. which is to give Xena the hairpin. Well, but, okay, you say like an idiot, right? But, um, first of all, he didn't do it before now. He does it now because mm. he thinks she's leaving anyway, you know, and that's yeah, going to be... I guess. Uh, and also as just a sort of a fuck you, a sort of a, oh, mm. yeah... Uh, uh, let me tell you more about how I killed your ex, um, and yeah, and how and how she was thinking about and, you in her final moments. And, yeah, and, but and I how just, I killed her, and how pointless all of her philosophy was. Yeah, um, and how and how she cried as I tore out her heart and all that shit, and also because he's um, he never learned her wisdom. He's got her book, yeah. but he never learned anything from it, and so he doesn't realize yes. that this how potent this hairpin could be against him as a weapon yeah. uh, but see yeah. this is see, this is Loma's final message to Zena because like she's like uh, telling you know giving Zena the hairpin she is telling she is telling Zena to kill him yeah you know absolutely definitely right absolutely she's like do what I can't do and this is the this is how you repay your debt to me that you'll yeah free my people yeah. let my people go <laughs> or something um yeah. So we we then get a a little almost a little fade to black moment, and then Gabrielle comes back in to find Ming uh, Ming Chen sitting on the throne, very mm-hmm. you know upright and still and calm. And Zena's talking to him and saying, um, 
your people have lost respect for you. You you won't be able to rule them as a tyrant anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my work here is my work here is done. Mm-hmm. And um, and she says to Gabrielle, I I finally understood Lamar's message. I made him small again. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically just lies directly to Gabrielle's face here. <laughs> um, well, she's like, we- I didn't need to resolve this with murder. Uh, uh, I didn't murder him. I didn't. I didn't kill him. And Zena and Gabrielle's like, I love you, Zena. And Zena's like, I love you too, Gabrielle. And they wander mm. off. But then the final scene of the the final shot of is us seeing going to his left and seeing the hairpin buried to the hilt, embedded in his, into his skull. In his skull, yeah, because he's dead. In his temple. Because he oh, he's well dead. He's, he's well, well dead. dead. He's well dead. So he's, he is. He's a. Uh, He's had a new facial facial piercing, but it's gone a bit wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the disclaimer of this episode uh, said, Zena and Gabrielle's relationship suffered another blow, though Gabrielle doesn't know it yet. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Secrets and lies. Secrets and lies. So they've now Secrets both got, yeah. they've both got a secret. Gabrielle's pretended to yeah. kill someone that she didn't. Yeah. And Zena's pretended not to pretended kill someone kill. that she did. <laughs> so Any kind of symmetry. They're both been lying yeah. to each other quite a lot the last little, last so little the, while. So, so the quits. So that they. That's it. Each it's all out, right. That's about all to. Done. All not, done. There will be no further consequences from any of these actions, right? <laughs> It'd be a, be a real drag if there were. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> that's, that's not foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so brilliant. And I think another brilliant episode, yep. uh, a brilliant two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things I said about the last episode apply as well. The, the music, the, the visuals, the, the soundscape, everything about it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we kind of talked, we touched on the fact that the show is was so much more popular and successful than Hercules, and we can go right back to what we said at the very beginning of uh, this podcast journey that uh-huh. we're on, the legendary journey, journey that we're on. <laughs> um, that it's it's m- much more successful and much more interesting and um, satisfying because it's so am- ambiguous about morality. It's not Hercules good, everyone else bad. Yeah, it's Xena makes. Dina and Gabrielle make choices and decisions all the time and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad and sometimes they're good decisions motivated by bad things. You know, it's the, 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 there's, a, yeah. there's a whole sliding scale. It's, it's so much more interesting to have these very flawed characters. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're never, never more flawed than they are at the moment in this current arc. Yeah. Yeah, many flaws. Yeah. Many flaws. All right, so is it another much tension? Another ten for you then? Oh, at least. At least ten. When you give it an at eleven out 10. of ten, like dog well, rates yeah. on Twitter. Okay, let's. Well, let's. <laughs> so I say let's give yeah, um, ten out of ten for the debt part one. Ten out of ten for the debt part two, but it's greater than the sum of its parts. So overall, <laughs> twelve to seven. <laughs> twelve to. Thanks, Tubbs. <laughs> Thanks, Tubbs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 just a, a magnificent piece of work. I think this this whole yeah. storyline. This is, it's been a, a really high point of the series so far. Yeah, one of the, one of the best. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Where, where are we going? Where are we going next week after this high point? Oh, we're now having three filler episodes. <laughs> okay. And next week is called The King of Assassins. Ah. I've got a funny a... feeling we might get Tedro Ted Raimi back. Oh yes, yeah. so for a, for a moment I was thinking it was a Bruce Campbell episode, but I think mm. you're right. I think it's a I Ted Raimi right. episode, I'm afraid. So fun. Who's <laughs> looking forward to uh, that? I think it's quite a oh, there's the quite ridiculous. a there's quite a bit of jocks in the next three episodes. Because I remember. There's this one, the King of Assassins, and then I can't remember the middle one, and then the next one is the Quill is Mightier, which has got the big joke uh, where the the oh, well, everything the, she the, writes the down in... comes true. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. With a jerk. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, good, good news. The inter the intervening episode is Warrior Priestess Tramp. Oh God. Well, kind of good news. Better than Meg. a Doctor episode. Meg. And Meg. Priestess Meg. Leia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a couple of comedy episodes and a filler episode, I think, but then we're back to yeah. the meat. We're back to the mm. proper meat after that. So we'll look forward yeah. to that. <laughs> so I'll see you next week right. for Will do. The King of Assassins. Can't wait. <laughs> Just kidding, I can. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye! I will. I'll put an update at the end. It'll just say Flam was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do, but do watch the episode to check first. Nah, I'm just gonna put Flam was wrong at the end. <laughs>